Avoid multitasking. Because every time that you switch from one task to another, you permanently leave part of your focus on the previous activity. What that means is multitasking causes a cost to your attention. This is called attention residue and is going to kill your productivity. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Aligned Performance Podcast, the podcast helping you to achieve your greatest potential with purpose in your career and life. My name is Trang, your host for the show, and today I'm talking about productivity. Three ways you can be more productive. Now, I am sure that I don't need to explain why productivity is going to be very valuable for you. You already know that. But I do want to share with you a time where my lack of productivity was the final thing that was holding me back. And that was back when I was doing placement in uni. This period of my life was the busiest I have ever been because I was doing placement to be a physiotherapist full time, so eight hour days. And then I was also working as a personal trainer after hours and starting up my business as well. So I had a lot of things happening at the same time, while of course, still training every day, still exercising, still meal prepping with a social life, all those things. And I remember telling my business mentor at the time, Tom Clark, the one who I always talk about, rave about him, highly recommend if you're a business owner who wants to grow your business and grow your life. I remember telling him at the time that I thought I was too busy to start my business there and then and that I should wait till placement was over. And I remember he looked at me dead in the eye and just simply said, Trang, you're not too busy. Show me your calendar. So I showed him my calendar. He looked at it and he was like, what about this gap? What about this gap? What about this gap? Turns out I had a whole extra hour and a half to two hours every single day that I could have been working on my business. But I just missed it completely. Because what would happen would be I'd, I'd finish my eight hour placement day. Then I might have a one hour gap before my first personal training client. So I would drive to the studio. I might have 20 minutes where I'm having dinner or eating a snack. And then I'd have one client. Then maybe I'd have, you know, a 15 minute gap before the next client. And then I might have a few back-to-back clients and then another 10 minute gap or another 20 minute gap. And all those gaps, they added up to a significant chunk of time. But when I was actually living the day, it didn't feel like it was a lot of time because all those little spaces in the day just disappeared. If I fluffed around, if I just opened up Instagram, if I just struck up a conversation with someone else at the studio, then straight away, 15, 20 minute gaps, gone. And that's when he taught me his time management strategy, which is called time boxing that now I have been using for years and I swear by it. And I also teach my clients this strategy at Power Your Potential. And when I implemented this strategy, it changed everything. Like firstly, I put all my clients back to back so I didn't have 10, 15 minute gaps anymore. And then I got back, you know, the one and a half to two hours a day, even though I was already working like 12 hours a day. And now I could actually use that time to build my business. Side note, that's what I wanted at the time. Like I was really determined to grow this business. 
But even for you, right? Like if you want to be more productive, not so that you can squeeze every minute of every day towards work, but you want to have more free time. You want to have time to read. You want to have time to do journaling or meditation. You want to go out on more dates with your partner. Then this is going to be relevant for you too. So let's get into it. Let's go into the three ways that you can be more productive. Number one, go on an activity diet. What I mean by that is do less in your days, especially work less in your days. Now, the reason why this is a key piece to productivity is because there is only a limited amount of attention that the human brain has each day. And this is called cognitive bandwidth, which was first founded by Princeton psychologist Alda Shafir. Hopefully I I said that correctly. So that's cognitive bandwidth. The limited amount of attention that the human brain has each day. And Elder Shafir discovered this phenomenon by doing research, looking at people in poverty. And naturally, people in poverty have a lot on their mind and they are worrying and stressing about survival, right? So he noticed in these people that they had tunneling where so much of their mental energy was spent on surviving that they actually lost access to other parts of their brain and the ability to draw from powers that their brain would otherwise have, such as intellectual brilliance, you know, creativity, to think outside the box and problem solve, they actually lost the ability to access that because they were using up their cognitive bandwidth every single day purely to survive. So knowing this, knowing that you've got a limited amount of attention, you've got to be really selective about the work that you do every day and how much work that you do every day. So this is where the activity diet comes in really narrow down what you do. So for example, if you have a set amount of work every single day, you're much better off doing that work as five hours of focused, intentional work than 10 hours of distracted work. Like at the end of the day, you might get the same amount done, but doing it in five hours versus 10 hours is going to be a better use of your cognitive bandwidth. And you're much better off using that attention first thing in the day. So if you've got five hours of work to do, then do it first thing in the day and you can utilize all that attention on this work that you know needs to be done. Versus what many people do is they have used up part of their cognitive bandwidth on meaningless, trivial things before they even start the work that they know they need to do. Here's an example. Someone wakes up in the morning, they straight away open up their phone. They scroll and look at mainstream news. They look at their social media. They listen to the radio. They watch some TV. All of that is utilizing their attention. And by the time they start work for the day, No wonder why they can't concentrate. No wonder why they keep getting distracted. And I actually have a system 
that is related to this that I teach my clients called the 331 system. The number three in the middle of 331 is choosing the top three most urgent and important tasks that you need to do that day and then smashing out those three things first thing in the morning. So for example, if it is a Monday night, then you'd plan ahead. What are the three key things that you need to do on the Tuesday? Write it out on the Monday night. Then on Tuesday, you do those three things first thing in the morning and then it's done. After that, Everything's a bonus versus leaving those three things till later in the day when your attention has been utilized and you now are tired and sluggish and hungry and distracted, right? Do it first thing in the day. Go on an activity diet. Do less work. Five hours instead of 10 hours. Now, it's at this point that people often ask, well, what are you going to do for the rest of the day? (laughs) I often get asked this because in my weeks, in terms of actual interaction and coaching time with clients, it's only like less than 10 hours a week. So people often ask, what do you do in your days? Let me refer to just one of the many high performing individuals in this world who go by this philosophy. There's an artist in India called M.H. Hussain, often called the Picasso of India. And he only works three to four hours a day, three to four hours of intense, focused, creative, uninterrupted work. And for the rest of the time, he says he just loiters around. (laughs) He relaxes, he recovers, and he resets for the next day. And that's what you want to do. You want to be more productive. You don't want to just be busy. Now, number two is very closely related to number one. Knowing that you have a limited amount of attention. Not only do you need to go on an activity diet, you should also go on an information diet. Because if your brain is using up all of its bandwidth, thinking about things that doesn't matter or consuming information that isn't relevant for you, then you're going to have not much mental activity left for the things that do matter in your world. Consume less information. Block out information that isn't relevant. A classic example is going back to when we were having intense lockdowns here in Melbourne, the most locked down city in the world. Remember when there was the hype around changes in restrictions and COVID cases every single day and people were getting really sucked in to checking the news, refreshing it every 20 minutes, every 30 minutes And filling up their mind with the negativity, with the sensationalism of the news. And then suddenly they struggled to focus on what they needed to do in their lives. Not only that, but they really absorbed all of the stress and negative energy. So blocking out information that just isn't relevant for you. Like for me. I don't really pay attention to 
things that are outside of my reality. I don't watch the news. It doesn't really matter to me if a giraffe has been born in San Diego Zoo. <laughs> like it's sweet. And of course, if I were to read that news article, it'd give me a little bit of a dopamine hit, but it's not making that much of a difference to my life, right? And this might sound a little bit brutal, but I also regularly unfriend and unfollow a lot of people on social media <laughs> because it's not worthy of my time and my mental energy to be scrolling for 20 minutes, reading about people who I don't even know, who I've never even met, you know, what they've been up to on the weekends and what their problems are in their life. It doesn't matter to me what the Kardashians have been up to and who they're dating now and who's cheated on who, <laughs> right? Like none, and, and actually the whole Johnny Depp and Amber Heard case, like there were people who were so invested in these people's lives and I was just getting secondhand information from people around me. But I was like, why would I utilize my precious cognitive bandwidth on other people's drama <laughs> rather than dealing with my own drama? But that's the thing, I guess. It's a lot easier for people to spend the 30 or 60 minutes of free time that they have every night watching other people's drama via TV or whatever, projecting all their issues onto the other people so that they can pick on the other people, nitpick at them, laugh at them, instead of spending that time turning inwards and working on their own shit. But it's funny because what goes round comes round. So the fact that I am choosing not to consume much of other people's lives is probably why there's a total of five of you listening to this podcast now. <laughs> uh, I'm joking. I'm joking. Um, but yeah, point is be intentional about your energy and your attention. Something that I do want to mention as well is you've got to disconnect from worldwide news that is irrelevant for you. But also, you've got to be informed as well. Like You can't completely live under a rock and be ignorant about what's happening in the world. If you want to be an active citizen in society and actually contribute to change and progress in the ways that is meaningful to you, then you've got to be informed. So you've got to just choose when and where you let that information seep into your mind, whether you schedule time on a weekly basis to consume uh, worldwide news and accept that that's going to affect you. Because for me, as a vegan, I've got to say, I have to remove myself from vegan-related content. Otherwise, I'll just be crying all day, every day. I've also got to protect my energy first because I can't create change unless I am in a good place myself. So before anyone comes at me saying, Trang, you're selfish, <laughs> there's a difference between being aware and holding love and empathy for people out there and spending every minute of every day feeling like you're obliged to bog yourself down with the news of what's going on so that you are being a good citizen. There's a difference there. And final thing on this, you'd hopefully know by now that connection is one of my core values. 
So I have so much care and love for people out there, friends, family, clients. But if I want to connect, I would rather put aside half a day to meet up in person, pick up the phone and talk to them. You know, following people and and reading 2000 character Instagram captions is not true connection anyway. And even when it comes to productive consumption, like even when it comes to learning, whether it's podcasts or books, reduce that as well. Because there's no point listening to five podcasts back to back if you're only really going to retain 10% of that. You might as well just listen to the one podcast for the day. And then for the rest of the day, if you're going for a walk or if you're in the car, just listen to music or even shock horror, drive or walk in silence and reflect in your own mind, go deeper on the stuff that you have consumed rather than distracting yourself with other content. So that's number two. Now, number three is batching tasks. In other words, single tasking instead of multitasking and putting together like tasks together throughout the day. And the reason why this is very important for productivity is because there is something called attention residue, which was founded by a professor from the University of Minnesota, Sophie Leroy. And attention residue is where every time you switch from one task to another, then molecules of your focus is left on the previous activity. So every transition in your day has a cost. If you're multitasking and you keep switching from checking something that's on the stove to doing some emails or replying to some messages, then every time that you switch from one to another, which could be like 10 times in the space of 10 minutes if you're multitasking, then you're going to lose a lot of attention and a lot of focus permanently because that focus is being left on one activity when you shift to another. And if you shift enough times, you're going to have not much focus left. And this is why batching tasks is going to up-level your productivity. Doing all of your things that are similar together. Some examples are for me, I actually do all of my communication just once or twice a day. So all of my messages, emails, client check-ins, social media uh, messages, all of that I actually schedule and then I do it all together at once, one to two times a day. Because when I'm in that state of listening to others and serving others, then I can do that all at once. And then when I am wanting to get into the zone of creativity and I do things like create courses or tweak my courses, write social media content, record these podcasts, I do all of this together as well. And then in the bigger picture, then I'm batching work. So I'm working for a set period of the day and then I batch all that together and then when I'm done I close my laptop and then I go and I batch being a girlfriend <laughs> I batch playing with the dogs I batch living life and resting 
So batching things, having it all together so that you don't need to switch your focus from one thing to the next constantly. And I've spoken about batching tasks in a more macro scale, but this also includes working on one task, but picking up your phone and checking it. The average person checks their phone, wait for it, 344 times a day, which is 21 times an hour. That works out to be once every three minutes. That's insane. So if you are writing a book, if you're reading a book, if you're spending time with friends and family, if you are exercising, if you are relaxing and you're checking your phone every three minutes, then that's attention residue that you are losing. Every time you check your phone, you're not even just losing the time that you've checked your phone and then the extra few minutes that it takes to get back into the zone of doing things. So you're not just losing time there, but you're also losing mental clarity and concentration. So there's a lot of costs there. There's there's a big productivity cost when you check your phone. And that's why like I don't have any social media apps on my phone anymore. I use social media a lot for work, but somehow I still manage to not have it on my phone. So if I don't have a, have those apps on my phone, no one needs to have their apps on their phone. I use social media on my iPad for work or on the desktop. Um, and then I don't have my notifications switched on as well, as in pop-up notifications. I haven't had it for years and I forget that people out there still have pop-up notifications. And I can't believe this because... Like if I am sitting with friends at lunch and they have their phone sitting there face up and every 20 seconds the, the, the screen lights up and there's a new notification, I just can't believe how much of a distracted life this person is living. It just, it just shocks me because it's been that long since I've had that level of distraction. And, you know, that's not even to mention how they are living a life to serve other people constantly because other people are constantly vying for their attention and they are giving their attention away to other people when they want it rather than, you know, preserving their attention for themselves. But yeah, it's just such a big distraction. So point is, as a whole, batch your tasks and take up single tasking so that you don't have distractions and lose your attention every time you switch your focus. So that's it. The three ways you can be more productive. Number one, go on an activity diet. Number two, go on an information diet. And number three, batch your tasks. Now, before I wrap up the episode and you head off for the rest of your day and not listen to any other podcasts, (laughs) I do want to share with you. If you haven't committed to power your potential, but you have been thinking about it, you've been sitting on the fence about it, then just do it. (laughs) Just do it because what you will get out of this experience is going to be so much more than you would expect. I can guarantee that. The investment for Power Your Potential, the early bird investment, 750, is an investment that hasn't been available to work with me for years. So do it. (laughs) And If this episode has been really valuable for you, 
then I'm going to share so much more in the virtual Power Your Potential starting to the 28th of August. I'm going to share my exact time management strategy, time boxing, that I have shown to so many clients over the years that have just revolutionized their productivity, as well as high caliber rituals or high caliber systems for you to level up your personal life, your personal habits, your personal levels of mastery. So check the podcast description for the link. Um, Once again, utilize the early bird price now before it goes up very soon. Otherwise, you have a great rest of the day and I'll catch you in the next episode. Bye.